Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Thursday, January 6th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. And Wednesday, we finally had a profitable day, our first profitable day of 2020. Um, Davidson with a great win. ECU hangs on to get the win in overtime. Um, so winning 2-0 there. Um, currently still have Valparaiso playing, but um, no matter the outcome of that game, it was a profitable day. So let's carry the winning ways here into Thursday. I'm Uh, first game we'll take a look at on Thursday's card, Bryant taking on Wagner in the NEC. Bryant is 6-7 and seven on the year. Wagner is 7-2. and two. And this Bryant team has not played great basketball. You know, they're 237 in Kempom, 200 in the hot tip bet rankings um, as compared to Wagner, who's 117 in Kempom, 185 in the hot tip bet rankings. And Wagner actually does have a pretty good win over VCU, not a bad win over Fairfield. Um, you know, looked very good in both of those games. Um, the losses to Seton Hall and Penn State, they didn't play great in either one of those matchups but those are our two teams um at least seed hall is a great team penn state is eh, you know average big 10 team at best um but it, it, for what it was they didn't play horrible brian on the other hand really doesn't have a great win to, to speak of um they've really struggled against ken palm top 200 teams of this season they did have a, a decent win over new hampshire earlier in the season um but they're, they're kind of a, a one-dimensional team. They got a couple good scorers in Peter Kiss, who, who's dropping 20 points per game. Charles Pride is also dropping 14.4 points per game. But that's really it when it comes to the Bryant scoring. Outside of those two, they have really struggled to shoot the basketball. Only a 47.2 effective field goal percentage on the season. From beyond the arc, they have definitely struggled, only hitting 28.4% from three. Um, and it really is that free throw shooting that gives me the biggest concern here, a 65.7 free throw shooting. And I'm not saying Wagner is lights out the best shooting team in the country by any means because they're not they're, they're they're middle of the road at best maybe even slightly worse than middle of the road but they're still better than what bryant has done um they do a little bit better job distributing the basketball alex morales is dropping 15.9 points per game will martinez second with 11.8 points per game um and like i said overall they're just a, a more well-rounded shooting team than what i've seen out of bryant they have a 50.8 effective field goal percentage that's pretty great um only 28.9 percent from the three so neither one of these teams is going to be looking for that perimeter shot um, at least not at a high rate and Wagner's done a good job shooting free throws which you know I love hitting 76.2 percent of those but the offensive side of the ball isn't why I love Wagner in this game it's that defense they're 147th in adjusted offensive efficiency but they actually come in 86th in adjusted defensive efficiency according to Ken Palm um, and for Brian on the other hand it's the defensive side of the ball that is their major shortcoming um, they're worth in, in both aspects granted 191st in offensive efficiency um, isn't necessarily horrible but 281st and as a defensive efficiency according to Kempom is not a great pairing overall Bryant's really struggled to force turnovers this season their defense is only forcing turnovers 16.2 percent of the time that's 300th in the country in that category well Wagner is one of the top teams in the country at doing it they are very very strong um the 24 percent turnover percentage is what their defense is forcing 23rd in the country in that category and um honestly Wagner is just the the stronger team on both sides of the basketball um, and they've really just looked better against better competition this season they've been very very good at home granted that's a very small sample size i think they have three d1 games at home so it's so not a lot of weight there they weren't great teams but brian isn't a great team here either it you know it kind of matches up um as far as that goes and i really do think brian is going to continue to struggle against just frankly a better team here in this game and eight and a half is about as high as I, i'd love to lay on a favorite when i'm getting into double digit favorites um i don't love that um and i think wagner could 
honestly get there as this line goes. Um, I, I think Wagner is just the straight up the much better team, and I'm a little bit surprised that it is so low here. So give me Wagner minus eight and a half to win big against Bryant. Next up on the card, we got UAB taking on North Texas, a Conference US 8 matchup between, frankly, two of the better teams in the conference. UAB is 12 and 3, North Texas 8 and 3, and they both rank very highly um, across the board. UAB is 45th in Kimpom, 55th in the Hot Tibet rankings, North Texas 75th in Kimpom, and 76th in the Hot Tibet rankings. So, um, pretty solid rankings considering, you know, when, when, they're, when they're close like that, um, it makes me feel much more comfortable about what their rankings actually say. Um, but UAB, you know, even even in their losses has not been a bad team a loss to south carolina a loss to san francisco a loss to west virginia um the south carolina and san francisco losses especially were very very close the west virginia one um was a little more out there but they also have a good win on the road against st louis um to, to really back up what they they built in the non-conference schedule so i do love that but you can't discount what north texas has done so far this season either a good win over drake a good win over wichita state um they do have a couple of, of not great losses um granted they kept it close against buffalo and miami but the, the Kansas game really wasn't that close at all. But when you're playing like a, a top five team in the country, you kind of expect that to happen. As far as scoring goes for these two teams, though, um, North Texas does have a couple of good shooters. Um, Tyler Perry, one of the better ones in 14.2 points per game for him. Thomas Bell is also dropping 12.1 points per game. Um, but as a team, as a whole, they haven't shot the ball amazing. A 47.3 effective field goal percentage. They're only hitting 31.3 from beyond the arc. Um, and UAB, on the other hand, has shot the ball extremely well. Jordan Walker leads this team in scoring with 15.8 points per game. Uh, Michael Edel is also dropping 11.1 points per game. And as a team, they've shot the ball very, very well. And what I love about this UAB team is how well they spread the basketball around. You know, they don't just have one ball hog. They have a lot of guys um, who can who can put up double-digit points um, night in and night out. And it shows, you know, a 52.2 effective field goal percentage. That was at 37.2% from three. And it really is that perimeter shooting that makes me love this team so, so much. Um, but, you know, North Texas strong suit has never been that offense. You know, they're 155th in adjusted offensive efficiency. But that defensive side of the ball is where they shine, and it's where they're going to have to try to make up some ground if they want to beat UAB in this game. You know, they're 37th on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and, you know, they play one of the slowest tempo games in all of college basketball. They're 357th in the country in adjusted tempo, second to last um, uh, with a 61.1 adjusted tempo, according to Ken Palm. Um, and UAB is solid on both sides of the ball. Really, when you look at UAB offense versus defense, it's, it's pretty comparable, but the defense does get the slight nod, um, a 53 adjusted defensive efficiency, while only a 63 adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. Um, but their offense is so, so strong. Tyron Jermaine leads the team with 7.6 rebounds per game, and on the offensive glass, they're pulling down 34.9%. Um, and really what Andy Kennedy has done for this UAB team, the team he has assembled, and, and what they've been able to do through non-conference play um, was very, very impressive. Not to say that North Texas has done wasn't impressive but I think this game is going to be very very telling for both of these teams um, and frankly for both these teams when they're playing their best basketball I think UAB just has a huge huge advantage um, especially if North Texas can't <laughs> shut them down I mean, if North Texas plays the lights out defense and somehow finds a way to limit their production um, from the perimeter they might have a shot but if UAB hits that three ball with any sort of consistency in this game I think they have a chance to run away with it so um, UAB getting a point here love them here give me uab plus one against north texas 
The final game on the card, we head to the American SMU taking on Cincinnati. SMU comes into this game 11 and 3 on the season. Cincinnati is 10 and 4. Um, and for SMU, 62nd in Kempom, 58th in the Hot Tibet rankings. Cincinnati not nearly as high, only 91st in Kempom, 108th in the Hot Tibet rankings. But um, both these teams are are not horrible by any means. I mean, Cincinnati um, didn't look great in, in their opening night game um, of American play to Tulane. They end up losing that game. But this is a Cincinnati team that beat Illinois by almost 20 points earlier in the season it's kind of just crazy looking back that they were actually able to do that um granted you know circumstances definitely played in their favor but nonetheless it's a win over a, a great team um nonetheless smu on the other hand starts american playoff 2-0 a win over tulsa and ucf in their first two games and really the only struggle that smu has had this entire season was that like opening week of the season i think their second game of the season it was against oregon outside of that game they haven't really had any struggles their other two losses they were still able to keep it close and a lot of that is because of how good Kendrick Davis has been playing this team he or the, this season he leads this team in scoring with 21.5 points per game Marcus Withers is also dropping 10.4 points per game the second leading score for this team and overall they've both contributed to what is a, just a great shooting team for SMU a 54.3 effective field goal percentage on the season that was in 37.1 percent from beyond the arc and a 74.4 free throw percentage so not a whole lot to, to be mad at on the offensive side of the ball there's a strong strong team there um, and it really shows you know they're 35th in adjusted offensive efficiency while only 116th in adjusted defensive efficiency but what is there really to slow down from the Cincinnati offense? It's an offense for Cincinnati that's 160th in adjusted offensive efficiency. And we'll get to the Cincinnati defense here in a second. You know, there are 44th, and that's really where they shine. But on the offensive side of the ball, they could definitely use a little bit of work. Jeremiah Davenport for Cincinnati is only dropping 12.9 points per game. David Julius is also dropping 12.1 points per game. But overall, they've really just struggled as a team. Only a 47 effective field goal percentage, only in 28.1% from beyond the arc, um, and a 65.8% free throw percentage and that 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 gap in perimeter shooting is definitely a concern for me going into this game but you can't discount the fact that the Cincinnati defense is next level. They play very, very good defense, um, especially shooting defense. You know, they're fourth in the country um, as far as effective field goal percentage goes on the defensive side of the ball. They've held teams to a 41.6 effective field goal percentage, which makes their shooting of 47 um, not the, the worst thing in the world. But even with that, I think they're definitely going to struggle to slow down Cincinnati a little bit in this game because um, Cincinnati isn't a horrible team on the defensive side of the ball either. And pair that with where SMU is in a horrible team on the defensive side of the ball either when you pair that with Cincinnati's offense um, I think SMU definitely has an advantage here you know SMU has held teams to 44.8 effective field goal percentage this season 31st in the country in that category and really I just love what SMU has been able to, to do this season and I'm not the biggest fan in the world of what Wes Miller has cooking here at Cincinnati so give me SMU on the road plus one and a half in this game that is it for Thursday's college basketball card. If you want to see more college basketball action, head over to hotdebest.com and take a look at all the computer model picks up there. Got college football national championship coming up, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC coming back here in a week or so. So take a look at all that computer model stuff up there, um, as well as follow the Hot to Best main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the stuff that goes on with the computer model picks. Also, if you're not already following me at Hot to Best Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any of the content that I'm doing, as well as on the Best Stamp app where you can get early access to all of the picks the second that I record each episode. And finally, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Thursday's college basketball card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.